listening to Tutter Nation Pro Football Podcast. Yo. Yo ho. Coming at you live from the Goat Coffee Bar Studios. It's me, Father Alvarez. We got Noah. We still need to get you your nickname. I'm man. just I'm just the producer. <laughs> Well, we are uh, no, you're Noah behind the glass. Yeah, we need to get some glass. <laughs> uh, but we are missing Papa Tud, uh, King Tud, today. He'll be on with us a little bit later for uh, Tutter and Shutter. Yep. But in the meantime, I mean, man, week eight was absolutely insane. Not just talking about the games, but also taking a look at just what is going on in the football world. I mean, players going down with COVID. There's a lot to talk about, but I think first and foremost, we got to talk about our boy Henry Ruggs. Yeah, I mean, this is just one of those situations. Not good for either side. You feel bad for everyone, but um, obviously, our our hearts and our thoughts and our prayers are with the uh, the family of the deceased. Um, in case uh, the news didn't reach uh, you listeners yet, and this is the first time you're hearing it, um, Henry Ruggs was arrested. Uh, for driving under the influence, um, actually colliding with another car at over 150 miles an hour and uh, causing the death of of another individual um, in that car. I don't I don't know if her name's been released or not, but mm-hmm. um, not yet. But that it's just it's just that you hate to see it, and you hate as soon as you saw that news come out, you just hate seeing stuff yeah, like that. Absolutely, especially because both parties involved were so young. You know, I mean, Henry Ruggs, I think he's 22, maybe oh, 23. Gosh. And the girl who died was 23 years old. And so, I mean, it's just reckless stuff like this. You know, you look at all the comments on everything. And, uh, you know, I think part of people, especially like in the fantasy world and everything is like, oh, man, like Henry Ruggs going down like that hurts me in fantasy or whatever. Or that hurts my team. But I think everybody, when looking at this situation, just first off even thinks about man this is just awful yeah this is just so sad to see one you're taking a look at a player who just for one night of maybe having a good time just decides to throw his whole life away and obviously that wasn't his decision that's not something that he was seeking out to do but it's just a result of your actions you know you got like you have to think through what is going to be the result what are going to be the the consequences of my decisions and when you drink and drive i mean that's a definite consequence someone losing their life absolutely it's it's a shame that he has to learn a lesson this way i know that there's uh he's not the only player in the league that has you know driven under the influence it happens every day with players and not a lot of people get caught for it um and some people learn their lessons just by you know banging up their car a little bit or maybe doing some damage to injury. It's just so sad that at this young of an age, he has to learn this lesson by, you know, taking a life. And I, I don't know how you move forward in this. Um, I definitely have a lot of sympathy for rugs as well. I can't imagine having to deal with that, especially at such a young age, but it's, it's just, yeah, there's really no good in this, in this entire situation. Yeah. So it's looking like the Raiders are losing, uh, I would say their, their best wide receiver, which is unfortunate yeah. for the team. Um, hopefully, you know, going through the next steps for Henry Ruggs. This can be, I mean, he's probably going to be in prison for several years. Um, I think it was like anywhere from two to 25 years is the mm-hmm. common sentencing. So, I mean, he can be in prison for a really, really long time. I don't know how everything's going to shake out, but hopefully 
this is something that just turns his life around. Um, and you know, he, he moves on for the better because yeah, you just hate to see anything like this happening. So yeah. And maybe he can, he can even be a voice for people who have, you know, made mistakes like this that have cost lives or cost, you know, people a lot that, you know, he can actually show, you know, what it looks like to, um, try to, you know, make amends, try to move forward, but, uh, you know, ultimately learn from this lesson and, and even, even be, you know, uh, something to look to for everyone else in the league and in the country that, um, yeah, you know, you shouldn't drive, uh, yeah. if you're, if you're even buzzed a little bit. Yeah. I do hope to see, um, or, or I, I guess I just, I'm interested to see his teammates reaction to this, right? We haven't really seen anything from the team, from the organization. Um, so far, the only thing I've seen is just a statement put out that says, uh, you know, we are deeply sorrowed by, the incidents that the incident that's taken place and um, the Raiders have no further comment, but especially having a teammate like Darren, Darren Waller, who's been very vocal about his past with narcotics and with alcohol and dealing with rehab and everything. Um, you know, I hope that a guy like that and a guy like Derek Carr, who is a, a really, um, you know, outspoken Christian, a man of faith and, you know, a man who tries to um, set a certain standard for his team and for his locker room. I'm hoping that with guys like that around him, that uh, this isn't the, you know, end. I, I think professionally playing football, this is likely the end for Henry Ruggs. But I, I think he can, as a person, come back from this and, and still do a lot of good um, based off of the people who are around him, you know? I agree. Yeah. So, hey, just a quick reminder, uh, you know, just let that be a reminder to you. Hey, you have influence in the people around you. And so let's use that in front. Let's use that influence for good. Yeah, let's absolutely. Let's make an impact in people's lives and let's uh, let's just better the world because of it. Right. Yes. Speaking of bettering the world, some teams got better. Some teams got worse. And uh, this past week was the trade deadline. And so we can take a look at all of the stuff that's happened. To be honest with you, Noah, this past week was a little bit disappointing. But uh, I think we do have some breaking news with it, right? Oh, we do. Ooh, breaking news. Uh, Let's start off with this one. Deshaun Jackson. This isn't even necessarily a trade alert, but he was waived. Yeah. He was let go. Yeah. Did you, did you hear the whole, I don't really understand this. I guess he wanted out. That's what it sounds like. It yeah. sounds like you have a lot of weapons on that Rams offense. You have Cooper Cup, who is just stinging, lighting it up, Randy Moss type season. And then you have Bobby Trees, who is a personal favorite of the show. And then you got this new kid, Van Jefferson, who's also catching a lot, getting a few touchdowns. Yeah, he's kind of a similar role to to Deshaun Jackson. Exactly. And you have uh, Tutu Atwell, who I think is out now, right? Is he on IR? Do you do you know? I don't know. You you broke that news to me. I wasn't really yeah. sure about what was, what was going on with that there. Yeah. Their, uh, second round. Pick. But uh, but yeah, I mean Deshaun Jackson, he he must have just wanted a, a little bit of a bigger role. He's towards the end of his career. You know, he's in his thirties now, so I don't know if a team is going to pick him up and give him the type of target share that he's hoping for. But I don't know. At least the fact that he was waived means that another team can pick him up, right? Yeah. I think that's the whole process with it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I feel like this gives him less control maybe over where he goes. I'm not sure how this, how that all works. I know that um, the Rams were, what it sounded like they were totally willing to work with him and send him somewhere that he would want to be. But it is surprising because he's on a team 
that you know maybe has one of the better chances to win the Super Bowl this it's year. You yeah. think you'd think you'd want to ride it out with him. He's made some good plays. He's his presence has been felt on the team, but apparently not enough to where he wants to stay. Yeah, it does make you wonder. I mean, because Deshaun Jackson's from L.A. too. That's one of the reasons why he went to went to the Rams. He wanted to be like back in his hometown and everything. So yeah, it, it really is interesting just thinking about okay, what was his motivation behind this? Was it really just hey, I wanted a bigger role? Uh, in the passing game, because I mean, he had he had a legitimate chance to go and win a ring. So, yeah, yeah, I don't know. But uh, Deshaun Jackson, we wish you all the best, man. Um, another piece of trade news that broke uh, last week. Actually, he actually played his first week with his new team, which is his old team, Mark Ingram. Mm-hmm. Mark Ingram going back to the Saints. How do you feel about that one? Noah? I was really happy about it. Uh, I love I love seeing guys that are passionate about their teams. Obviously, Mark Ingram. I, I'll I'll always think of the Ravens as well with Mark Ingram just because of his bond with Lamar Jackson. Yeah. But that's just kind of the guy he is. You saw in, in his in his presser Big with, with Alvin Alvin Kamara. Yeah, and he loves you know he and Cameron Jordan. I think have a podcast together. Mm-hmm. And uh, you see you see him in the presser with Alvin Kamara, and he's just he's Mister. Uh, enthusiasm. He's a great guy to have in the locker room. I would yeah. love to be his friend, but it's just, it's nice to see players, you know, go back home and obviously he's thrilled about it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I still remember, I think it was 2017 when Alvin Kamara was a rookie and uh, he won offensive player of the year. And man, the Saints rushing attack that year was insane. Mark Ingram and Alvin Kamara, those are two backs that are just, uh, they, they complement each other so well. Oh, yeah. With Alvin Kamara being such a receiving back, but also still being able to carry the load uh, just as a power back when he needs to. And then Mark Ingram coming back to kind of change the pace whenever Alvin Kamara needs a break. I think it's going to be huge. Um, So yeah, good pickup for the Saints. Good on the Texans to be looking out for their players too. Right. Texans know what they are. They're not going to the playoffs Right, they're right. A, what do we call them? An ugly team. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're ugly. But it's like it's like the ugly. Ug- <laughs> it's like the kind of ugly that you like. You can't help but love too, because it's just when they make moves like that, you know. Yeah. And when they like when you got a quarterback like Davis Mills, who he never asked for this, you know, he was he was sure. not on anybody's radar at least as a high draft pick. He was one of like the top ten quarterbacks coming into the draft in this draft. And I, nobody saw the Texans picking him up like, yeah. at the end of the second round, or was it the top of the third? It was right I think or- it was in the third. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, nobody saw that coming, obviously, because everything was still up in the air with Deshaun Watson. And, and then you got Brandon Cooks, who's just you know trying to carry as much as he can, but you know it's not enough in the end. And yeah, um, and it's just yeah, it's a team that I you know you feel bad for because um, there's just so much has happened to them, and their one bright spot, Deshaun Watson, you know is is you know. Has <laughs> so much darkness What's around, right? Yeah, yeah, and that's and that, yeah. that's the next. That's probably our ne- like the next. Yeah, I mean, with this, like every uh, one of one of the podcasts that I listen to around the NFL. Oh yeah, they, they yeah. always do this trade tsunami, right? And they always talk about all of the trades that are happening, and really, like the trade deadline is a huge week because that's when you just see guys being traded left and right. Teams are being shooken up, and we didn't see that this year. No. And we were expecting to see it, right? We were expecting to see Deshaun Watson in a Miami Dolphins jersey. We were expecting to see uh, Odell Beckham Jr. traded somewhere, anywhere. We were expecting to see Brandon Cooks, right? He's made it very vocal that he wants to be traded from the Texans organization to, you know, that guy, man, he's been traded around left and right. And I feel like right before a team gets good, he gets traded away, right? He was on the Rams a few years back and just traded away. So it's... 
it's hard to see that some of these guys, you know, didn't get what they were hoping for. Um, but trade deadline's done. I know. And it, it came and went so quickly and it was very anticlimactic. Uh, I think that's how you say it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it, it, I was, I was hoping <laughs> for so much more. Like I remember, I remember some of the biggest trades like back around the trade deadline with Minka Fitzpatrick, you know? Yeah. And like, uh, we got, um, I remember there was like uh, Mohamed Sanu. I went like went a couple years ago, right before the trade deadline, and like that was awesome. And I was expecting stuff like that. I was expecting a big trade like that. Um, I wasn't. I didn't have my hopes set super high for Watson, just considering the fact that nothing has been settled um, as far as all of his allegations. Uh, I wouldn't imagine a team wanted to t- would want to touch that, you know, with a ten foot pole. It's true. But the Dolphins, I think that I think that it's way even if even if things were kind of settled down a little bit more, I think the Dolphins. Um, would be wise stick with Tua, ride it out a little bit longer. The sample size is so small with Tua. I think they need to see more of what they have there um, because you know even if even if you give it more time and see that he's progressing or that he's better than than he started out to be, that's also more leverage to trade him. You know yeah. that, that that increases his value, but at the same time you're giving this young player who isn't taking up any salary cap a chance to prove himself. Uh, the fans, you know, I think the fans at least initially embraced him. He was a top-selling jersey when he came out of the draft and in the whole NFL. And uh, this gives time for for Deshaun Watson's uh, you know allegations to be hopefully settled. Hopefully, I don't know what what's what's the good outcome with all that, but it gives you a chance to see how that's going to go. And Deshaun Watson's still going to be there by the time uh, the tr- you know trades open up in March. Yeah, yeah. And so that'll be interesting to see. You know, I think there's so much uncertainty around specifically Deshaun Watson that to trade for him right now it's like is this guy even gonna be able to play sometime this year so it, which is crazy how long it's taking to uh just get an answer for him you know right but they're being thorough that's for sure um all right going through some other final trades because again there wasn't a whole lot i feel like this year there was a lot of trades going on earlier in the season we saw uh dan arnold go from the panthers to the jaguars uh, we saw Stefan Gilmore. He went from the Patriots to the Panthers. So Panthers, I feel like, got a little bit better there. Yeah, he got his first pick last week, too. Yeah, yeah. Looked uh, good for uh, Stefan Gilmore, man. Uh, Kenny Young going to the Broncos from the Rams. Zach Ertz, which I don't think was, we really talked about. No, we didn't. That was this, maybe the, the biggest impact, at least immediate impact. Yeah, I mean, he was the only player in NFL history to catch a touchdown in two consecutive weeks on two different teams, which yep. is pretty nuts. No, it's so. awesome. Yeah. I thought, I kind of thought they were going to deal Goddard, but um, yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't see that one coming actually. Yeah. I felt like Zach Ertz is just this big Philly legend. Yeah. And so for him to get traded, it was a little disappointing to see, but I mean, the man looks good in red. So. Uh, hey, he, yeah, he's, he's just a, he's like a, a perfect place for his Eagle ashes to rest and then rise a Phoenix yep. in Arizona. Yep. You go, Redbird. Uh, and then we got <laughs> Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco got traded uh, from the Jets back to the Eagles, yeah. which he was on last year as a backup, I believe. Or maybe it's no. He vice was versa. he was on the he Eagles. On no, the he Eagles. was he was on the Jets, and then he got traded to the Eagles, and now he just got traded back to the Jets. Oh, that's confusing. Yeah, yeah. But either way, Joe Flacco, he's always going to be that. Uh, that elite backup QB. QB. Yeah, Troy, uh, Troy would so. be sad if I didn't uh, mention his name, Joe Flacco Face. Flacco Face. I'm not yes, sure what sir. where they got started, but I can't <laughs> unhear it now. Joe Wacko Flacco Flame. <laughs> um, we also got uh, Charles Omenihu, uh going from the Niners to the Texans. To be honest, I don't know a whole lot about Omenihu, Um, but hey, hopefully he does uh, well with the Texans. 
Chiefs traded. I feel like Chiefs were actually one of the more active teams this mm. year in the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. They traded their guard, Duvernay Tardif, to the Jets for a tight end, which that's mostly because a couple of their tight ends got banged up, and so they were lacking depth a little bit. Um, they also picked up Melvin Ingram for this from the Saints, who yeah. used to be on the Chargers, was an absolute bully on the Chargers. So I'm pretty excited about that. But I think we need to hit it with the top trade, in our opinion, right? Yeah. Von Miller to the Rams. Came out of nowhere. Absolutely. Rams get better with this trade, right? I th- I, I don't see how you can't. I mean, Sean, like if it was any other team, I think there's a lot of scenarios where you trade a top player like that and you don't know what to do with him. Yeah. And it kind of just messes up your scheme. Sean McVay, I think, is different. I think he knows. He's proven. He, he knows where he wants to place every top talent that he acquires and he was super excited i saw in an interview he was like he was over the moon that he he was able to pull this off and get von miller and uh i'm i'm obviously not excited about it at all because <laughs> we already have to worry about aaron donald and uh and floyd and and it's and it's now we got another guy to worry about uh rams just got that much better they're obviously all out this year but at the same time it's like they're just going to keep trading away their their future draft picks and keep building their team the way they want to do it yeah and to think this whole thing started because of a Halloween party. Oh man, that brings us into something we got to talk about. Hello and welcome to Tetanation Tea Time. Halloween party. Mmm. <laughs> That's got a little leftover candy taste. Yeah, a little candy yeah. corn. Yeah, candy corn. Mmm. Spooky. <laughs> Von Miller going to the Rams honestly is pretty spooky. That's uh there's going to be a lot of quarterbacks who are going to be a little spooked yeah. looking at that yeah. Rams defense. Seeing some line. ghosts. Yeah. Oh, 100%. But yeah, this really did start because of uh, some drama in the Broncos locker room that kind of started from Von Miller. I don't know who's in the right, who's in the wrong, but it looks like Von Miller threw his annual, let that, let that be known, his annual yeah. Halloween bash. Yep. And he went big. He got, he got the guys from Migos. He, uh, you know, he probably bought a lot of alcohol, bought a lot of candy. Oh yeah. Spent a lot on decorations, and um, there was a large bill. And Von Miller, he's a he's a he's a millionaire. <laughs> he's he's got quite a bit of funds, <laughs> but uh, he asked some of the guys on his team to uh, to chip in, you know, to help out with the cost of the party, and and yeah. they weren't crazy about that. No, Von's like. We're all hosting this. It's, yeah. it's at my place, but we're all hosting it. So, you know, the Broncos Halloween bash. He did one of those things where he slid the check and like across the table. He's like, he's like, whenever you're ready. And his team wasn't having it. No, no. And to be honest, I don't know if I would have it either. Like it's, it's the fact that, you know, Von Miller, you got to let, let the boys know, but that's the thing too. If this is an annual bash, then I feel like he's probably done this before and the guys probably understand that this is the thing, you know? Yeah. Unless this is the first year where he's like, you know what? I'm a little strapped for cash. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know if I can do this guys. I- I'm going to need you to chip in a few thousand. That's the thing. He was asking for like a few thousand, you know, which to me, that's a lot of money, but for these guys who are making millions, it's probably, yeah. I mean, nothing. he was, he was asking, uh, I guess money from rookies who weren't even invited yeah. to the party or attended at all. Okay, I didn't know about that. If they weren't even invited, that's what I heard. That's insane. Von Miller, what the heck are you thinking? Yeah. Oh my gosh, man. But 
Yeah, that really led to, uh, you know, he, he said that if they didn't pay, he was going to cause some drama in the locker room. So I don't know. I don't know if he's going to cause some drama in the Rams locker room. We'll see about that. But I don't know. I mean, I, yeah, I I hope that when he attends the Cooper Cup, Matthew Stafford breakfast mornings, that uh, that that Cooper and, and Matthew pay their pay their side of the uh, of the check. That's yeah, all, I'm, yeah. all I have to say. Yeah, that'll be. Uh, yeah, they better chip in. Come on. Help Von Miller out. He's uh <laughs> he's strapped for cash right now. All his money's tied up in investments. Um but not only do we gotta talk about Von Miller, we also gotta talk about this upcoming week, we've got uh Chiefs Packers matchup. It's supposed to be the State Farm Bowl. Yes. Rogers rate versus the Patrick Price. Yeah. But we ain't getting no Rogers rate. I heard that Jake from State Farm was even going to do the coin toss in the beginning. <laughs> that would have been incredible. Oh, that would have been so yeah. good. But now we lose our our man Rogers due to COVID, which just sucks, man. Yeah. Get COVID out of there. Yeah. Why has it been around for so Seriously, long? Seriously, here's the, but the, the reason this is like such big news, and this is like honestly, I really don't care. Yeah, I, I don't care if you get vaccinated. It's your choice if you want to do that. But Rogers apparently had claimed that he was vaccinated. Mm. And I guess he said it in like a presser or something. Um, and then it comes out, he gets COVID and they're like, oh, like, you know, it's not crazy. People who, who get vaccinated still get COVID. Yeah. So that's not crazy. But after a little bit of digging, uh, yeah, Rogers came out and said, yeah, I didn't get, I didn't get vaccinated. Ooh. I was, I was, you know, I, I, I was immunized. I think he meant because he had it or he was exposed to someone who had it. But now it's kind of like, that's the big thing that people are upset about. They're like, yeah. oh, he said he was vaccinated and he wasn't. Um, but at the same time, if you know, People, people who are getting vaccinated are getting it as well. Um, I don't know if he should have said that if he wasn't vaccinated, you know. Yeah. But hopefully, you know, it's not anything too crazy. You know, I know that for a lot of people, uh, it's just unexpected the way it's going to hit you. So hopefully he's back next week, you know, can get a couple negative COVID tests here quickly. It sounds like Devontae Adams will be back this week. Um, but yeah. That actually reminds me. Um, I don't know how we, this was not on our slate to talk about. We talked about it before we made the, the show map today. But um, yeah, Rodgers obviously is going to be missed from his team. It's hard to replace him. Um, they, they did it without Devontae Adams, so we'll see if Jordan Love can carry it. Uh, but I think even a bigger knock to a team this week is Derrick Henry. Oh, yeah. Derrick Henry oh, my breaks a, a bone in his foot. Yeah. And uh, he's apparently just out for the season. Yeah, that's he was on track to potentially be the front runner aside from QBs for MVP. Yes. Which honestly, give the man an MVP cuz he absolutely is the most valuable player to his team. No question. 100%. No nobody carries a whole team on his back like Derrick Henry. Oh, absolutely. I, I think that yeah, he's the he makes the biggest impact that if you remove one player from a team, he yeah. makes the biggest impact. He he does so much. And uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. We got uh, Ryan Tannehill now has a chance to prove that he's you know a, a top tier quarterback if if that's what um, he thinks he is. And we're gonna see AJ Brown and Julio Jones get a little more work. But yeah. man, it's just uh, it's 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 like we had two you know two good matchups, but this one especially 
uh, the Rams Titans game was going to be really good. Absolutely. But now it's it's kind of looking like it's going to be a one sided game. I'm excited to see Adrian Peterson come back in though. Yeah, I'm, ex- I'm excited to see the role he's going to play. That's right. The yeah. Titans signed Adrian Peterson yep. at least at the practice squad. I don't know if he's officially made the roster or not. Uh, but here's the thing, Jeremy McNichols. I remember I was watching him. I don't know if it's a preseason. Jeremy Nichols is a dog. Yeah. He is a good player, and I think that I think people are going to be surprised uh, by how he's utilized. Um, I, he was my top waiver choice. Didn't get him in any leagues, but he's a he's a really really good player as well. So um, he's not Derrick Henry. He can't replace Derrick Henry. Yeah. But I think that uh, it'll be nice for him to get his his shot. Yeah, there's some players who uh, will just run all over you because they're just ballers. Derrick Henry is one of those guys. But there's also teams that will run all over you no matter who's in that backfield mm. because that team is just built for the run. Yeah. Titans are built for the run. So honestly, it doesn't matter if it's Jeremy McNichols, Adrian Peterson, Derrick Henry. They're going to run all over you. So I, I'm still expecting to see Adrian Peterson have a big role. Jeremy McNichols will probably play a, a big role too. Um, but yeah, I think the Titans-Rams matchup is going to be closer than people think it will without Derrick Henry. So, All right, that'll be interesting to see. Yeah, I'm excited to take a look. But hey, uh, let's go ahead and recap a little bit from this last week with some hottest balls. My balls was hot. Uh. <laughs> Woo. This week was fire. Mm. Noah, we talked about this before the show, but there's, if, if anybody gets a hot balls award this week, it is backup QBs. Back, give them all game balls. Every single one of them. We got Mike White. We got Geno Smith. We got who? Trevor Simeon. We got, was there anybody else? Yeah, there was, um, uh, Panthers saw what was happening. They're like, PJ Walker, get out there. Oh my God. And they won the games. Um, I don't. I think they would have won it without him as well. But still, they, they, yeah, backup quarterbacks were undefeated. Um, I don't know why I feel like I'm missing one. Um, I'm a, I'm oh, I think a I think right uh, I think even uh, Wolford got a couple snaps on the Rams. Oh, hey, that a boy Wolford. <laughs> there's a there's an Instagram page out there that talks about how John Wolford is a legend. So. Oh really? Yeah. I think he's pretty good. <laughs> I think that he could. Uh, I think that he would be better than uh, Jared Goff on the Lions right now. I think there's a lot of players that are backup QBs that would be better than Jared Goff and probably some other starting QBs in the league. And that's what this week was a reminder of. This uh, this like, this like league is incredibly deep, um, at oh, least with Cowboys certain teams. Too. Cowboys, Cooper yes, Rush. Cooper Rush. Cooper the biggest, Rush coming the biggest, in for Dak Prescott. The biggest backup QB uh, performance of the week. That was really fun to watch. Yeah. Uh, man, yeah, this there's, there's a lot of good guys a lot of good players on these teams that we don't get to see them play that much because they're sitting behind someone who's uh, either significantly or slightly better. But there's there's some really good players out there, but one stood out above the rest. Ooh. And that was Jersey Mike. Mike White, the White Wolf, White Lightning. White Lightning. Mike White Lightning. Had an incredible game. And it, I didn't see it coming at all. But this is one of those games I felt like was a trap game. I didn't pick it for Tedder and Shutter last week. Um, because I felt like it was it was a weird just a weird matchup. It didn't feel right. But Zach Wilson's out. You got your backup Mike White. He comes in. He's got uh, an 82.2 completion percentage. He threw for 405 yards. Uh, he threw for uh, three touchdowns. 
um, and his pass rating was 107.9. He had a historic game for the Jets. It was like the the most passing yards out of any Jets quarterback since like 2000. Um, he had, I think, the second best start, at least from a yards perspective, maybe overall, second best start um, in a, like a first ever NFL start yeah. as a QB aside from Cam Newton. Absolutely insane. Yeah. yeah. He went off, and it was, man, it was exciting to see, especially against the Bengals, who were literally number one last week in the entire AFC. Mm. And the Jets, man, Mike, I think... They're given the Jets fan base. They're given Robert Sala. I can never pronounce his last name. Sala. Sala, yeah, Sala. That's right. I think it's Sala. Uh, they're given Robert Big Bob Sala a lot to think about yes. as far as do you continue to roll with the hot hand? Yeah. Or do you go back to your number two overall pick? Yeah. What do you Zach do? Wilson. What would you do? I, I ride with the hot hand. I play Mike, Mike White until Mike White shows that he's a backup QB. But in, until then, I mean, if he's playing starter caliber football, if he's getting a win, something that Zach Wilson clearly really wasn't that great at, play Mike White. You know what I'm like, I'm getting is uh, it's, it, I'm getting flashbacks, and I haven't heard anyone talk about this yet. Nick Foles flashbacks. Ooh. All right, we got is it wasn't Foles? Wasn't uh, Wentz number two overall pick? Yeah, he like was. Zach Wilson. Yep. The backup comes in, runs a Philly special. And people, people are talking. Hey, yeah. is Foles the guy to is Foles the guy to roll with? Um, obviously, they stuck with Wentz, and Foles got traded. So, who knows what what the Jets will do? Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping that Mike White continues to be great because it's it's fun to watch. And yeah. um, obviously, I still I still like Zach Wilson a lot. I think he's had a really rough start, but I think all the pieces are there to be a good quarterback. He just has to get it together. I think there's a real shot that Mike White just turned this one start into a career for him. Mm-hmm. Right? That he just like Taylor Heineke did last year, just like Nick Foles did a few years ago, if a backup can come in, play exceptionally well for a few games, they show, hey, I can be a starter in this league and someone's going to give them a contract, right? Nothing huge. We're not talking about the Patrick Price or the Rodgers rate, <laughs> but he's going to get something. Yeah. Right? So, yes. Uh, other hottest balls, I mean, really just all other backup QBs. Uh, we saw Justin Fields go off this week, and, and I'm going to throw a little bit of a curveball because Justin Fields was supposed to be our other hottest balls from this week, uh, but I got to give it to a man who one play, one play did it for me, Cedric Wilson oh, for the Cowboys. Yes. Are you talking about? Wait, are you talking? I'm about talking about his throw. Yes, that was an absolute dime. Perfect spiral. On the run. Perfect spiral. It was the best pass I've seen all season, yeah. and it was from a wide receiver. Yeah. Absolutely insane. It was incredible. I guess he played some quarterback. Uh, was it in college he played quarterback a little bit, or was it high school? I hope he was playing in college because that man's Dude, got an arm. He's he's an underrated player, too, yeah. and he's and he's kind of getting uh, overshadowed, obviously, by the big name C.D. Lamb, Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup. I um, mean, they have a really good team. Shoot. Yeah. He also um, had a huge catch. As well, exactly. Yeah, game. that was another great play yeah. that I was thinking too. Big, big, big play. But man, his there is just uh, you don't get to see wide receivers throw that well that often. Yeah, really nice to see. Cowboys are having a sneaky season. They are six and one right now. Yeah, I don't think a lot of people are putting the respect that the Cowboys deserve on their name. No, 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 no. Yeah, I mean, right now they're on track to be MJB. Seriously, yeah, and they're they're a high-powered offense. Um, I, I think I have to see a couple more games. I would love to see them match up with the Rams because I, I just can't tell where they're at. You know, they're they're very different types of teams. 
but the Cowboys look like what the Cowboys fans have always wanted them to be and what Jerry Jones has always pictured them being. Absolutely. All right. That's who's hot. Let's talk about who's not. There's a there's a few people out there in the NFL world who absolutely pooped their bed. <laughs> who just took a fat dump on week eight and said, Nope, not us. You're looking for good football? Don't look here. Change the channel. Get away. Cause you're not gonna find that with us. <laughs> My not his balls this week has to be AJ Green. Dude. Man. And I okay. I respect AJ Green as a player, as a wide receiver, but and, and on, let's be honest, this might, might actually not be AJ Green's fault. Potential, there's com, there was a miscommunication between Kyler Murray and AJ Green that led to the last play where Cardinals could have won. They could have overtaken the Packers if AJ Green just turned the right way. Yes. Instead, he looks the wrong way. One, he looks confused. He looks like he was supposed to just be blocking and he wasn't an actually a receiver. I think he thought he was an offensive lineman on that play. Because he looked around like, wait, you're throwing the ball to me? It's like time to be a hero, AJ. <laughs> Make this block. And oh my gosh, you just see this guy. Uh, yeah, the Packers um, cornerback just come up with the interception. It was a nice interception, it too. It was great. And he actually spent like four weeks on their on the Cardinals practice squad. Yeah. And he comes to the Packers. Jeez. Was it Douglas? I forget his Douglas. last name. Douglas, yeah, yeah. Razul Douglas. Yeah. Incredible, incredible play. Um, it's heartbreaking. I have, I have sympathy for it as well, obviously, because uh, Super Bowl in Arizona, we all know how that ended. Uh, the Seahawks and Patriots um, might have even been the same end zone. I don't know. But uh, it, it hurts. It hurts to be a Cardinals fan right now. But um, I don't like the Cardinals, so I'm, I'm, cele- I'm celebrating. <laughs> so it's great <laughs> to not be a Cardinals fan right now. Yeah. Man, I was at Yard House the night of the game, and there was this guy who was a Green Bay fan absolutely losing his mind. I think he forgot he's in a restaurant because it was a little embarrassing to, to be around. <laughs> but he was he was on cloud nine. Man, it was uh, good for that guy. Good yeah, for the Packers. They're calling him AJ Green Bay now. Uh, <laughs> that's the thing. He he's you know he was on the Bengals. Now he's on the Cardinals. And I guess trade land was coming up. He's just like, oh, I figured you guys would have traded me by now. I thought I was playing for the Packers in this game. I don't. That's a, no, but that's the thing. AJ Green refuses to play for any teams that have the color green in their uniform. Mm. I've been dying to see it, but nope, nope. He sticks with a uh, orange and red and gross. Uh, yeah, yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. Anyways, let's get to a uh, to another. Oh another not his balls oh. <laughs> we got one more we got one more Noah no we can't get no this week was too good we can't uh can't end the segment yeah what was I thinking we got so much bad to talk about there was an there was a whole team a whole organization oh, that yeah. we've been rooting for since day one since our boy MCDC got on the mic and said you're gonna knock us down but we're gonna take a bite of your kneecap and we're gonna get right back up we're gonna get knocked down again but we're gonna get back up and take another bite out of your kneecap the man sounded like Chumbawamba themselves they get knocked down but they get up again and they're never gonna keep them down but it looks like the Lions just need to stay down at this point because MCDC you got smacked in the mouth by the Eagles. It was hard to watch. They were my tutter. I I had so much faith that this would be the one week where the Lions finally get a win. And now, oh my 
goodness. Yeah. What do, happened? Do you enjoy crushing people's dreams, Dan Campbell? This this man believed in you. He tuttered your team. You said you were going to be biting ankles and kneecaps, and you're looking like a vegetarian out there. This Lions organization needs to step it up. This this Lions team, they're not even they're not even the least attended games in the NFL. That like that's that's they should be. And that just shows Lions fans are at least somewhat loyal. I want to see I want to see the Lions do well. I want to see them win some games. And it's really hard for yeah, cuz I still I still love MCDC. It's you know, my peak of loving him was was when he when he cried at the presser. Yeah, it's like this absolutely. man this man loves his team and then it just it's been going down from there. And now we're yeah. the ones crying. Yeah. It's hard to watch. I, this week I did I was making defensive highlights and I had to go through every single one Oof. of the Eagles defensive plays, mostly sacks. On Jared, Jared Goff got hit a ton. Props to Jared Goff cuz he got hit like harder than I've seen most quarterbacks get hit and uh and he kept playing. So that's that's a, I guess a little bright spot but still Yeah, the bright spot is they have a bye week. Figure it out. Let's <laughs> let's go Detroit. You can't lose any more games they, this week. Yeah, no. They we did talk about the fact that they might lose the bye week. <laughs> but hopefully they get a dub this week. They just week. Uh, they just they just forfeit. Yeah. And the league's like, "No, it's a bye week." Literally just Mm-mm. fill the locker room with Madden and uh don't let anybody stop playing until they <laughs> can take the lines to the Super Bowl. <laughs> oh man, well, that'll conclude Noddest balls. But uh taking a look at one or one more thing in week 8. We did see some good news. We saw the Rams, Seahawks, and Chiefs, which is all of our teams, get dubs. Trifecta. This was a good week. Yeah. Not okay, really quick. Not a great week for for picks. Meaning like our tutters and shutters, awful. Yeah, we were two for six. I think so. Yeah. It was uh it was it was a it was a rough week. But our teams won. So at least we can hold our heads up high. True, true. Uh, yeah, there are a couple of bright spots too from from uh, uh, those games. Um, Seahawks, Geno Smith. I know we talked about it. Completed 14 passes in a row. That's it, baby. That's all you got to do. You know, until Russ gets back, that's what we need from you. Uh, I love the way the Seahawks looked. I want to talk about this new uh, this new name in the NFL that I never heard before. That uh, these these mad scientists on Halloween they concocted they concocted two hall of fame running backs yep. and they put them together like we we need we need the power of derrick henry but we need the longevity of frank gore yep. so they created this player and he came to life on all hallows day frank henry <laughs> <laughs> my, my bad my bad derrick gore derrick is who gore. we're talking about derrick, derrick gore, gore on the kansas city chiefs the man looked like an absolute semi truck, just plowing through yes. Giants defenders, and uh, yeah, I'm happy. Uh, uh, to be honest, okay, Clyde Edwards, Clyde Edwards Hilaire, he was a first round draft pick. He's been playing all right, but the thing about former Chiefs running backs, before Clyde Edwards Hilaire, we had Kareem Hunt, or well, technically we had Damian Williams and Spencer Ware and like a couple other guys, but. But, but the the big name was Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt's still a baller. Before that, Jamal Charles. Jamal mm. Charles, Hall of Fame, mm. legendary running Charles. back. Five touchdowns in one game. The guy carried, he was a Derrick Henry type player, carry the team on your back and say, I'm going to carry you to a Super Bowl right now. And 
I don't know. I look at some of these guys who are who are playing on the in the Chiefs running back room, and I don't see that same energy. But Derek Gore came out, and there he was he was turning heads. So I, I hope they continue to give him the ball a little bit more, and uh, hopefully they can breathe some life into this Chiefs offense because that was. It's been a brutal year so far. Yeah, no, it's yeah. been a rough year for for both of us. Um, yeah, it's 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 hard to watch our teams not not perform. You know what we're used to seeing, but uh, yeah, Derek Gore, Derek Gore, I wanted to pick him up in fantasy this week, but obviously with Edward Dallaire possibly coming back soon, you still got Damian, you know, Daryl Williams. Daryl Williams, yeah. Um, you, you you just don't know what kind of usage he's going to get, but it was fun to watch. Yeah, yeah, and uh, we got to give some love to Troy's team, the Rams. The Rams doing Rams things against the Texans, who are doing Texans things. <laughs> yeah, that was the other team I was making defensive highlights for, and and it was uh it was hard to watch. It was not okay what the Rams were doing to Davis Mills. And that team, uh, it was it was brutal. Uh, but yeah, this actually this game, um, you know, it the the, the uh, Rams performed like they should. You know, uh, Texans got some garbage time points, but um, this kind of convinced me. I think the Rams might uh, actually be the best team in the NFC West, which I'm, I was kind of convinced it was the Cardinals. And then this week happened, and I think I'm I think that my prediction on who would win our division would be the Rams now. Yeah, I agree. The Rams definitely look pretty unstoppable. I mean, again, it was against the Texans. But one thing that I kind of took away from the game that was interesting is, I mean, Cooper Cup has really been the receiver to talk about. But Bobby Trees, he's always been. Robert Woods, I mean, he's always been that guy too. And so it's really been, okay, which one is going to perform better? They used Robert Woods in a couple rushing plays this past week. He he rushed for three, or he rushed three attempts. He caught three passes, and he got a touchdown on the ground and through the air. So maybe they're trying to switch it up as far as what they're doing with Robert Woods, but Yeah, that's the thing. And I think Troy has both of them in fantasy. And it's he like did. usually that's not a good call, but it seems to actually work with yeah. these two guys. That's the perfect segue, man. Let's yeah. talk some fantasy. Oh, we got a lot to talk about. Let's go into the land. Noah, I gotta tell you a story. I'm listening story of a team who just a couple weeks ago was in last place and through determination grit and perfectly executed waiver wire pickups has climbed their way into the top four teams I think it's the top four it could be wrong but Top four or five, somewhere up there. Top four, <laughs> top four teams. <laughs> this past week, I was going head to head against Papa Tud, against King Tud himself, who is number one and has been standing strong most points in the league all season. And uh, I gave him a loss. And I got to say, I'm pretty proud of it. I think, honestly, that's one of the reasons why he's not here. I don't think he wanted to show his face. I think he's still mourning from the loss. Because he did have crazy good players. He had Cooper Cup and Robert Woods get him over 20 points each, which is, those guys were balling out. Mm. But unfortunately, the rest of his team, they they didn't meet the expectation. And so we saw not only the first place team get a loss, but the second place team as well. Yeah. Jay for Holmes. Jay for Holmes. Jay for Holmes. Taken out by hot diarrhea. <laughs> if we're given hot as balls awards... Two fantasy teams, hot diarrhea. You have the hottest balls around because you not only just had the highest score last week, but you're also going on a run three weeks in a row 
where they get the win. Yeah. They, uh, yeah. It's not This is not the time to play against Hot Diarrhea. Absolutely. Hot Diarrhea will get you every day of the yeah. week. Who was your top player? Who was who it that, that pushed it over the top for you and helped you get that win? Uh, for me, last week, let me go ahead and take a look at this going back to week eight. Um, it looks like, oh, it was Michael Pittman. Absolutely. Oh, gosh. That My, guy's crazy. Yeah, Michael Pittman Jr. coming up with 10 receptions for 86 yards, two touchdowns, 30 points on the on the week. Man, there's a... This is when you're winning at fantasy, fantasy's fun. When you're losing at fantasy, it's the worst. <laughs> yeah. And we have like uh I don't I don't know if you if you kind of like compartmentalize in a way. Like I have I got my Seahawks. That's my number mm-hmm. one. That's what I care. If if yep. they win, I don't care if I lose anything else. Yep. And I got my fantasy teams. It's like if Seahawks lose and I win my fantasy, it, it helps a little bit. I got my my tutters and shutters. Yep. And it's like that's like if if I have nothing else and I have my but I get my tutter and my shutter, then it's the week isn't a total loss. Exactly. And I've only had a couple of weeks where I've lost everything. Yeah. And those those were hard to come back from. But yeah. And we'll take a look at tutters and shutters in just a minute. But before we get to that, Noah, we're playing each other this week. Big matchup. Big matchup. It's, pretty, it's projected to be a not so big matchup, but uh, yeah. What I, yeah. I, got, I got like what forty percent chance of winning. Uh, thirty nine. Thirty nine. Yeah, yeah, about forty. Yeah, depending on you know how everything shakes up here. But um, there was also a little bit of drama in the league. You know, we, we saw a couple, uh, we saw some trade talk going down and um, people weren't happy with the trades that were being made. Mm. And uh, I just couldn't help but notice the fact that recall Papa Tutter, you've been in the drama quite a bit. <laughs> he is about that fantasy life. And uh, I appreciate it. it. It just means that, Man, when you care, you're passionate. You bring the fire to yeah. whatever you care about. So it was it was uh it was fun to be a bystander, just kind of sipping <laughs> sipping that tea. Yeah. As we got to oh, watch. Oh yeah, uh, no, there's there's I wish we could uh, I don't know, maybe we well, we probably can't post the chat on our Instagram, but uh, <laughs> it would be it it it'd be good if we could always post uh, all the all the spicy talk in our chat. Um yeah, oh man, and this week I'm, you had Rogers, right, to start? I did, and mm. he has COVID, oh, so now picked up wish, Carson Wentz, I, who uh, did, I don't know if you saw this play from last week, but he literally <laughs> he threw an interception where he literally had the ball in his right hand. He throws it to his left hand, <laughs> and he try, he tries to throw it yeah. to one of his receivers, and it just goes straight to the and, defender. And the thing is, uh, yeah, I, I, I totally get what he was thinking. He's like, I can't take the safety. I'm just going to like... I, like I'm going to chuck it up and hope that it just falls on the ground or something, yeah, you yeah. know, I get that. Not the right call. And it wasn't even his worst play of the year. He had yep. one, I think two weeks ago where he was falling and he just <laughs> throws it right at the defender, like five feet away, right into he's the He's exciting into to watch. Man. Oh, he is fun. And he's, cause he's, he's got that talent, but he's just, he makes those plays. You're like, Oh, Carson, yeah. Carson Wentz. Yep. And I wish you hadn't noticed that Rogers was, was out. And I, and then you maybe you would have forgotten. I don't know. I, it would, <laughs> it would have been, it would have been a long shot last week. Uh, I was playing recall. Papa Tetter and um, he didn't he didn't notice that Calvin Ridley had uh, just completely resigned from football yeah. for at least you know a while, um, and he didn't notice until after the game had started. So I was hoping for something like that this week, but it didn't happen. But that Calvin Ridley news actually we, we should yeah we probably should talked about that. That was crazy too. Yeah, Calvin Ridley decided to retired middle of a game, right? Was it or was it right before the game? I thought it was right. It was right before. I, th- I thought yeah, it came out like ten minutes before the game. I gotcha. think. Um, yeah, yeah, crazy, but obviously, you know, we don't know his life, and 
hopefully he's uh, getting the rest he needs. Yeah, that reminds me of another player. Uh, who was it? Vernon Davis? Didn't he? I think he retired legitimately at halftime. Wow! In a game, <laughs> he was just like, you know what? I think it was week one halftime hit. Was, that was recently then, because he was he came back. I yeah, thought, and then he like uh, he was a. I mean, he was a great tight end. Was he on Washington for most of his career? Or where I think was so. He? Yeah, yeah. yeah he, was, he was. Yeah, he was fun to watch. He was a big dude. Um, that's crazy. That's uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what kind of stress these these players go through, and yeah, everyone carries their own stuff. So, um, yeah, if you need to retire mid game, then yeah, you need to retire mid game. It's good that Ridley's getting the help that he needs, and you know, taking care of himself mentally. But man, as a as a fan, it just shows you you never know what's gonna happen. And I feel like that's one of the things that makes the game so exciting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and they got, I mean, Falcons are, they have so many wide receivers that are, you know, ready to step up. You know, you got Russell Gage, you got Zacchaeus, you got some other players I've never heard of. And obviously Kyle <laughs> Pitts is is, uh, is coming out at the right time. Yeah. Balling out. But yeah, that'll be a, that'll be interesting to keep an eye on and see how that affects the team. Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh. Oh, wait a minute. We got some, we got some. Oh, snap. Here we go. This just in. Breaking news. By the way, we got Troy. We got Papa Tud on the on the pod. He just What's hopped up, in man? out of nowhere. What's up? Where did you come from? <laughs> That's not the breaking news, though. The breaking news is the fact that Odell Beckham Jr. We talked about him earlier. He is uh, supposed to... He was... He was supposed to be traded, but he didn't. So he's still in the Browns, but it looks like Odell Beckham Jr. was excused from Cleveland's practice today. I don't know what that means. I don't know if that means that he's going to be cut. Can he be cut at this point? I don't know, Troy. Honestly, I only believe uh, in LeBron James' tweet. And um, I saw LeBron James' tweet. Odell needs to be set free. Yeah. I, I so that was trending. I saw that. Do you think Odell kind of talked to LeBron and was like, "Hey, can you get this going for me?" Yeah, I mean, I feel like LeBron kind of orchestrates the whole NBA, and now it seems like he's trying to cross platforms and just orchestrate all the trades in the NFL. That's kind of what it seems like. Yeah, this says that Kevin Stefanski said Beckham's representation and GM Andrew Barry. We're engaged in discussions about the wide receiver's future. So I don't know. I don't know how this works because I mean he wasn't traded. The trade deadline's passed. So if they cut him, drop him from the I think team, he goes on to waivers, right? And then another team can pick him up. But the Browns just don't get anything for him, right? Yeah, the Browns would get nothing. Do Dang. they still have to pay him all that? All that still? I think yeah, you have to pay him his guaranteed. I think there's yeah. a lot of guaranteed um, in his contract, right? Ooh. So yeah, yeah I'm not that, sure about that. I think that's what kind of where the Browns are at. But I mean, if like, like if he's not playing, then what are the Browns doing? It's interesting. The only problem with Odell going on waivers is for Odell. I mean, yeah, sure, the Browns probably uh, would want to get something in him for a return, but you probably it's weird when you're sending guys away when they're like obviously some sort of problem in your locker room. You don't ever get much back. Sometimes you get like the sixth to fifth round pick. So maybe the Browns tried to shop them around and got we're getting nothing in return. Yeah, I think it's the salary. The, I, I think it's all financial that they didn't want to bring him in because I haven't really heard any rumors about his locker room presence 
everything I've Dude, heard is I mean, just... he's only. I think the only thing I'm seeing is Odell thinks he's the number one. Which yeah. He was at one point. I don't know if he still is. And he got two targets last game. Yeah. He's moving down to wide receiver three for territory on his team, which is right. is nuts to me. Because, I mean, you see him, like, you see his practice footage and everything. He still looks electric. So, Hey, there's sense. a team out there, I think, that would trade a couple draft picks to maybe add another wide receiver to their, uh, to their roster. Yeah, I don't even know if they need to trade anything at this point, right? Well, trade talk is done, right? so. Yeah, but, but there is a team that I think would still offer draft picks because they're they're allergic to draft picks. <laughs> Are you talking about uh, Sean McVay? Who draft nation? <laughs> Who draft nation? <laughs> I love that. Yeah, uh, I mean, I don't know, man. They just waived one of their wide receivers, though. They just waived Deshaun, Deshaun Jackson, Jackson. So Deshaun Jackson, yep. Yeah. But, uh, so the same sort of situation. Deshaun Jackson wants a bigger role, and on the Rams, he doesn't really have it. And so, what team needs? Sorry, what team needs Odell Beckham? What team needs some some wide receiver talent? Maybe, maybe the Eagles. Maybe the Eagles. Yeah, could that could be. Yeah, maybe Ravens a little bit. What about what about the Packers? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Could you see That'd Odell Odell in that golden green? I feel like there's definitely a market for it. Yeah. Let's go ahead and get into uh, some week nine stuff, yeah? Yeah, let's do some. Tutter and Shutter. Tutter and Shutter. Tutter and Shutter. Oh. <laughs> there's a delay on this call. Go for it. <laughs> Tutter and Shutter is brought to you by Bloodshed Inc. Tutter and Shutter is brought to you by Bloodshed Inc. All right, so this week uh, the order is going to fall in like this. We went ahead and did the research beforehand so that we don't spend two minutes talking about it like we do every week. Uh, but it looks like Noah is going to go first, followed by Troy, and then uh, I'll get the shunk shunk and we'll snake it back around. Yep, yep. Let's give him a little recap of the standings. Oh, the standings. I, we told you guys earlier on the pod, but uh, – it, this was not a good week for picks. Uh, honestly, I don't think it was just us, though. I think there were a lot of underdogs who won. I mean, you look at the Jets-Bengals game, nobody was thinking that the Jets... I mean, you said it was, It seemed like a trap game. Yeah, it felt, felt weird. But, yeah, unless you're Noah, N- Noah Stradamus. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, probably... then, then you're just wrong about your other picks then, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because Noah, unfortunately... Got both of his picks wrong. You should have went with Jets over the Bengals. Oh, man. I just I didn't have enough confidence. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, I got one pick wrong. Uh, I said that the Chiefs would win, which they did. I said that the Eagles would lose, which they didn't. They smacked the Lions right in the mouth. And uh, Troy, you uh, did the same, one and one. You uh, lost the Bengals pick because the, Jet- the Jets had Mike freaking White come out of nowhere. Mike White, baby. Yep. Jersey Mike. Jersey Mike uh but you did say that the Colts would lose to the Titans which it wasn't looking like it happened but then the Colts did in fact lose to the Titans so uh good stuff there really bad week from us guys let's see if we can turn it around this week do it all righty I'm gonna start us out uh I hate to I hate to do this it's uh it's bittersweet my pick is bittersweet you know that I I hate uh hate picking teams in the NFC West, but I also love uh, picking against them. So this week I'm going to be tuttering 
the Cardinals over the 49ers. I think that even if they sit Kyler Murray, I think that the Cardinals still get it done against the Niners, and that will help the Seahawks' chances, uh, which actually they don't have horrible chances getting the wild card considering how poorly the NFC is performing overall. So tuttering the Cardinals. You said Kyler Murray might be sitting this week. It's just you got that ankle thing, and mm. I, I've heard talk about them kind of doing the same thing that like they did with Dak with the Cowboys, where they just kind of let him rest, even if he's kind of good to go, just because they they're so you know they're ahead enough where they feel comfortable. But um, the Cowboys also didn't have the Rams breathing down their their necks, so uh, the, I I would I would be surprised if card if the card sat Kyler. Like that, Troy. What about you, man? Who you? Then go ahead, utter the Patriots. The Patriots over the Panthers. Um, I just really like Mac Jones, man. I think he's by far and away the best rookie quarterback this year. And uh, ah! Jetty, yeah, agrees. Jetty agrees with so, you. <laughs> yep, Jetty agrees. So let's go pass, man. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and take a look at the what I feel like could be game of the week territory. Oh. Spiciest matchup of the year, potentially the two one and seven teams. Nice. Dolphins, Ooh. Texans. Who's going to win it? Uh, this really could be a toss up. It could go either way. Could Davis Mills pull it out? I personally don't think so. So I'm going to go ahead and say Dolphins, tutter them to a tag of Iloa. He's going to turn the ball over a little bit, but not enough for the Texans to get the win. So I think the Dolphins are going to be tuttered this week. Switching gears, going shunk shunk with the shutter. Uh, I'm going to be taking a look at uh, another game that I think is going to be pretty spicy. Really, this is another potentially toss up uh, the Bengals and the Browns. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and shutter the Browns this week. Again, the Bengals, I have no idea what happened. I don't think anybody was ready for Mike White, but uh, I think that the Bengals bounce back. Browns get the loss. I beat Troy and become King Tud. <laughs> hey, man, I kind of agree with both of your picks, um, but we're going to stay 2-2, two and two, both of us probably. Uh, actually, I think the Texans might win over the Dolphins, to be honest. But um, the Patriots are my cutter my shutter is going to the tennessee titans going against my boys the rams there they it is. don't they do not have derrick henry um they brought in adrian peterson it's just kind of uh i don't know they're gonna have to rely a lot on their uh their pass game i think with Tannehill, which you know he's shown some good things but adding in von miller so now we got floyd miller aaron donald man Jalen Ramsey in the back. I, I just don't know if you're going to be able to pass on us like that. Yeah, Ryan Tannehill is going to be seeing ghosts from that spooky D-line. <laughs> All right. I'm going to wrap it up uh, for our picks. I'm going to shutter the Broncos. Broncos are facing the Cowboys. And, man, if the Cowboys can beat the Vikings with their backup quarterback, then they're going to knock the socks off of the Broncos, who just barely beat the Washington football team, which I don't know if you guys saw at the end of that game, got crazy at the end. It was one of those things where it's like Broncos could just run out the clock kind of thing, mm. uh, but then they fumble. Ooh. And then, uh, you know, I think, I don't know if Chase Young caused a fumble or something. Um, and then it was like, it looked like Washington was going to come back and win it, but they didn't get it done. So Broncos got that win, but they're not going to get lucky this week against the Cowboys. So they get my shudder. 
I like that. Chiefs and Broncos are both four and four right now. So if the Broncos lose and Chiefs win, which they're playing the Packers, so I don't know if it'll happen or not. But Chiefs can but get a win. I don't think the Packers are Aaron Rodgers, right? They don't. They don't. They're playing Jordan Love, but the Chiefs also do have one of the historically bad defenses in the NFL. So I think this is a game where we get to see if Jordan Love has has any credibility. Yeah, yeah. Are All people right. gonna love the love? We'll see. I know. I'm. I'm excited to see that. All, all this talk. Um, all right. I'm gonna. I'm gonna end this episode out with uh, Troy. I don't know if you got time to stay on this, but I got a little, a little Tutter Nation wrap up. But this is a uh, trivia, oh. trivia edition, trivia wow. edition. So, I'm. I'm, th- I'm so, uh, so you got some NFL players in the league that actually, you know, do some rapping on the side. So I got two Ooh. different little, little tiny snippets of a rap, and I'm gonna see if you guys can guess who it is. Obviously, it'll be accompanied. By a hint, but let's hear what we got for rapper number one. To say I wasn't in my right mind ain't a good enough excuse to really suppress all the shame of the truth. Even if I could get rid of my scars, I wouldn't. It showed me what I had to do. Hope that you read in between the lines. Pray for guidance, now I see the sign. Put me right to what I need to find. You can help me, it's for me to find. Alrighty, that was the snippet. And the hint is, this guy is one of the top tight ends in the league. I'm just going to leave it at that at first. Ooh. Man, this is, this is tough. That was that was a good song. Yeah, no, oh, it's yeah. good. I know. Yeah. It's got a, little, got a little drizzy feel, got a little future. Yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's a good song. Man, I'm trying to think about it. One of the top tight ends in the league, huh? Oh, yeah. No way that's Travis Kelsey. <laughs> nope. Uh. No way that's George Kittle. Darren Waller. It's hey, got, it's you got it. Darren Waller. You yeah. got it. Ding, 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 ding. Let's go. Nice. Let's nice. Go. All right. Well done. Well done. All right. Here we go. We got the next one. It's going to be a little bit harder, but uh, here we go. Run up all right down the field. You know that backfield sack. Got with them running Holyfield already to attack. Got really not a cup and don't forget about me, Cole. Man, with all these weapons that we got, all we going to do is go. All righty. This Ooh. one's going to be a lot tougher. I don't know if you guys will get this. This is a kicker. What? It's an NFL starting kicker. Let's see. Let's see if any. Let's see if you guys. I'll give you guys each one guess. Let's see if you guys get it. All right. So I think do, I heard. Do we get? Go ahead, Troy. I was gonna say, do we get like a uh, conference? Yeah, you guys can confer. Yep. All right, Troy. No, I'm saying like, can you can you give uh... us the conference? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Well, I'll give you the conference. I uh, think he said skull, right? So I'm assuming Vikings. Huh? I think he said skull at the end of there, right? Maybe I, maybe uh, he I might have. I don't know, but um, he is a AFC kicker. AFC. Dang, that's definitely not the Vikings done. AFC kicker. Mm. You know if Harrison Butker rap? I don't think he does. Can <laughs> I just go with the most unexpected guess? It's gotta be Rigoberto Sanchez. Oh, right? so close, so close. What team is he on? He's on the Colts. Is he their starter? He's he, well, he's injured now, but he was. Okay. Wait, he, is I not the starter? Or this, am I? Or no, no, no. I'm thinking. Ah, dang it! I always confuse their kicker and their punter because they have, both have our names. Yeah, I think Sanchez is the punter. Yeah, yeah. And then what's his name? Uh, it's it's Hot Rod. Yeah, what's, Hot his, Rod. what's his name? Troy, what's his name? 
Rod- oh, Rodrigo right. Blankenship. Yeah. Is it Rodrigo Blankenship? Yes, well done. Well done. That was, yeah, Rex Specs, Rodrigo Blankenship rapping. I think that was back when he was at Georgia, though, uh, when he was when he was rapping. Um, yeah, dude, it's a... Uh, uh, that's it's, amazing. It's a shocker. You guys got to look it up. His, his rapper name is Blanco, B-L- B-L-A-N-K-O. Um, yeah, wow. I mean, that's fun. I'll, I want to try to find little things like that. Occasionally throw them in there, spice up the, uh, go, the ending. And got a little Tutter Nation rapper for you guys right there. I love that, man. I, I think love that. Blanco might be my new favorite rapper. That was, <laughs> that was sick. All right, guys. Are you sure it's not Blanco? Uh, no, they said Blanco because it's like Blankenship. So he, he, like he, uh... Or is it Blankenship? <laughs> yeah, is it Blank? <laughs> or is it Blankenship? No, I guess it's you know it's I I just watched a little uh, a little documentary on him. And that's actually how I learned about about this. I actually watched yeah back to back about Darren Waller and about Blankenship, and they both had rapping little things in their documentary. I was like, I got to bring this in. Nice. Like, nobody would guess this. There's I a like lot it. of rappers in the I NFL. Like I mean, Le'Veon Bell, he's dropped a track or a whole album. Uh, Melvin Ingram, I know that he's a rapper too. So yeah, there was yeah. another one that they were mentioning. Um, oh, uh, Sony Michelle. Oh rapper. yeah, he raps. Yeah, oh, nice. All right. Well, thank you guys for tuning in. Thanks for joining us on the call. Papa Tud, we appreciate you. And uh, No problem, guys. This is Tud Nation. We out.